Hello, sir. Hello, sir. How you doing, man? Oh, dude, I'm uh, I'm hanging in there. How are you doing? I feel like it's important for us to ask each other this question when we get started. Yeah, as if we haven't been talking all day, every day. That's yeah, the but last time. <laughs> does anybody else ask you that question? Honestly, not really. That's a good point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> Same. And and if they do, I tell them I'm great, even if I know. I'm not, just because that's uh, the social etiquette. Yeah. I, I saw a TikTok, TikTok the other day that was... Uh, the caption was like breaking social rules and someone, they were like at a party and someone was, they're just walking by and he said, how's it going, man? And the guy turns around and he goes, actually, I'm not that good. I just saw that same one. It's so funny. And the guy and like the guy's like closing out. the door, like trying, <laughs> trying to get out of it. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. I saw that too. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I have a feeling that TikTok shows me what it shows you. I think because we send each other stuff so frequently. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that our algorithms think that mine at least is very based on what you and I send each other. So I just yeah. get I get a lot of things that you and I talk about during the day in my feed and stuff like that. So I think that's probably true of mine as well. But um, my feed is also just like insufferable lately. I don't yeah. know. I got I got deep into like the fitness TikTok realm. Mm. And it's full of, it's full of these dudes that are like trying to give their uh, diet uh, recipes. Sure. And dude, I can't tell if it's a joke or if these guys are actually think they're like chefs. But ninety eight percent of these recipes that these dudes are trying to turn people onto is just dumping Kodiak cake mix into a bowl <laughs> with some protein powder. <laughs> And putting it in the microwave. And they're like, they're captioning it like, dude, this is my favorite recipe for, for my competition preps. Like, bro, <laughs> using boxed pancake mix is not a recipe for one. And for two, it's not a new thing. Like, we've been using Kodiak mix for a long time. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there, too. So you're kind of yeah. shortcutting some ingredients. By you're, it, the literal, literal recipe is... Like one serving Kodiak cake mix, add a scoop of protein powder, water, and put it in the microwave. <laughs> and they call it a recipe. I'm like, I, uh, you know, I'm not expecting some Gordon Ramsay shit here, but like, that's not a recipe, bro. That's following directions and adding a protein scoop to it. So those, uh, those Kodiak cakes, though, those are good. Dude, they and are ha- so good. Have you done the like, I've never done this, but have you done like mix with protein pancake with them? Type mm-hmm. yeah. Is it good? Yeah. I mean, the mix by itself has a decent amount of protein, but I have put like a scoop of whey or um, I actually like to just dump in a bunch of egg whites because mm-hmm. you don't really taste them and they, they kind of fluff it up a little bit. But Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if the protein kind of messed with the consistency of it or is it still it's just not, a... It's not too bad. I mean, it never really compares to a good like real pancake right but you know it is what it is i know i i am a sucker for those like kirkland just the big old fluffy Mm, who knows what's in them pancakes yeah you know like when i go eat at someone else's place that's the kind of the pancake i expect a giant fluffy pancake. Yeah, but like Nick will do, like if you hang out with Nick, he'll make you paleo pancakes or something. And you're like, 
they're actually really good. Yeah. But I I always if we're making breakfast for people, we always do the Kodiak cakes and I yeah. I don't know. The the box looks not as bright and colorful <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. It's not that obnoxious Bisquick brand. Yeah, Bisquick. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. So, um, you know, I don't know. If, I don't think you and I really talked about this, but you're probably aware of it. Um, the last week, Nick was in the studio on his own for like a full week. Yeah. And this week, it's just me in here. Um, not by myself because I would start a fire, but with, <laughs> Je- with Justin. Right, uh, doing his producing stuff and engineering, and um, it's actually been really, really good because Nick came out of last week with some sounds on songs and stuff that you know we we obviously were going back and forth all day and everything, and I had a link to listen into the session when right when I wasn't there, um, but it really felt like he stretched his legs a little bit and not having me there to tell him no um Mm. i think was really good for him and i am finding you know at the end of the week when i heard their mixes and stuff i had all sorts of suggestions and then i was kind of like you know what um i don't think i need to do this right now like he was Mm. just getting ready to take a trip which he's on now um Mm -hmm. his rafting trip but um I was like, I don't think I need to pick apart all the songs just before you leave for your trip. You should, you should be able to leave feeling like you spread, mm. spread your wings a little bit, you know. Right. So then, so then he kind of because I think I said that he sort of offered up the same thing to me this week. Like, just go do a lot of good stuff. Just go do what you want to do because when mm-hmm. we get in the studio next week and. <clears throat> um you know, we're like two cats in an alley at that point. You know what I mean? Like we're going to be, <laughs> right, right, I right. know we're going to be picking it apart. Um, yeah. But it's good because it kind of feels like I unfiltered, except for Justin as a filter, I got out what I wanted to get out this week. And, yeah. um, you know, it was interesting. I was talking with you a little bit yesterday um, about how I had a completely different mindset going into a song that it was going to be like very stripped and whatever Mm. and nick after i sent it to him was like man i can't wait to you know beef this out and fill out all these sounds and then i was like wait uh but again i was like (laughs) i don't think it's worth it right now you know what i mean like right just right we don't have to do this right now but i was like yeah we should see you know what we're gonna what we can do to it and Mm. um so i think it's been really good and I, uh, I've had so much fun. It it has worn me out quite a bit because, you know, if you're in the studio with another guy or two other guys, like when you guys are here or whatever, you, you're kind of passing the buck around and, you know, you'll, right now we're doing this thing where we're going song by song. So instead of going, um, we're going to track all of the acoustic guitar and then we're going to track, you know. Which traditional? Right. I feel like that's what we've done, right? <clears throat> yeah, I, f- yeah, I feel like that's right. Part by part by part, yeah. So <clears throat> that we've been doing it different this week, where um, we're doing like we did a whole song yesterday, and then part of another, and then the rest of that song today, and it's just been mm. 
it's been cool. I mean, it's it's good to get like a complete thought out. And I think Justin's idea right. with that is that we're able to walk away from all of these for a while mm. and then come back and either be like, whoa, that was really cool. Or like, were we drunk, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> right, 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 right. So we're, we definitely are, this feels the most open and it feels like because of the Indiegogo um, campaign that's over now, um, it's it's given us so much freedom to be very creative and good. Um, I'm I'm really happy and and we've got the airstream parked just outside of the studio, so I literally like wake up, make my coffee, whatever, do my stuff, and then I'm I walk ten feet and I'm in the studio. So nice. Doesn't doesn't get much better than that. I've been trying to make sure Justin doesn't want to wring my neck yet. So yeah, every chance we get, I think we kind of <laughs> separate a little bit. But good, um, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point about um, not critiquing each other too quickly. Like I think, I think that brainstorming phase is really important, and yeah. You can kind of treat this as that, right? Yes. Like you, you get your chance, like you said, to get get off your chest or get you know out of your head what you need to get out, and then if you need to go back and redo it, at least you can say that you had that first idea, you know? Because right. like sometimes your your first pass at a song or or an idea, you think it's the best one, right? Because it's the first one, and you put time into it, but then after you come back to it after a while, you you see a different way. So yes. And I also, we're going to have the whole weekend, this weekend, to just hang out, Nick and I, before we get in here next week. And so I'm hoping that I can detach myself a little bit from my, I'm hoping I won't be defensive. And I'm hoping that I won't attack right. his stuff. Mm. I, I'm hoping there'll be just enough time for us to like chill where I I got to come in Monday morning very open-minded and i yeah as of right now i'm in in love with everything we've done you know so yeah because i wouldn't done it if i didn't Mm, yeah so i this is this is a little different than when nick and i send like a voice memo and it's like dude that song sucks i was like okay well on to the next right this is like like we've pretty fleshed out (laughs) idea yeah yeah and uh but it'll be good i'm i'm excited to have you in and i'm excited to Mm bring a couple other people in here too that, um, you know, not just a couple, probably a few for the first time. Um, Sweet. It's going to be, it's going to be really fun. Justin's always keeping us moving forward. And uh, um, so one of the songs we we're working on tomorrow, I kind of thought this would be an interesting topic of conversation and uh i see you're taking another drink of whiskey there which i, I probably <laughs> should too but um the song the idea is you know not in so much of a literal sense but the thought of it is that you would be the last person on earth and mm. um you know i've seen a lot of shows about this like i love post-apocalyptic stuff you know movies right. games i'm super in into that stuff but um, so I kind of got the imagery and stuff I'm drawn from that inspiration, but, uh, I, I, I'm going to finish writing the song tonight and 
Oh, I, I see. see. So now <laughs> you know that I actually did this so I could harvest your sauce <laughs> for the song, okay. which is what I do yeah. anyways. <laughs> yeah. I told Justin if you uh, if if Jake doesn't know that this is what we're going to do, then you know just don't be friends with a songwriter. You know. He's going <laughs> right. to steal your thoughts. He's going to steal inspiration from <laughs> anywhere he can. Yeah, just so people know, I have a note on my phone called Jake Thoughts, and it's like <laughs> random <laughs> stuff that he sends me, and sometimes I'll work it into lyrics, and I get all the glory for it. It's pretty awesome. That's so. fine, dude. I think, I mean, I don't remember how many episodes ago it was, but we talked about how I tend to just like send one-liners, but yeah. I've never sat down and written a song yeah, for well, whatever reason. So if you if you get use out of them, then that's great. Because otherwise, they're just gonna sit in the abyss. Well, they're perfect for when you get stuck. You know, I mean, right? Like I can write a whole song, but just need like that one line. And if you know that thought that you sent, or even you know anybody that I talk to have an intriguing conversation with, if I can tweak it to fit into the overall mm. thought of yeah, I feel like the song we did today was very like Frankenstein lyric you know yeah like stuff it all made sense by the time it was over but um you know i was pulling stuff from old notes just mm. you know looking for those thoughts so yeah. that's a, that's another interesting <clears throat> thing you know like i told you a little bit before we started recording but um Justin and i have been basically working all day in the studio and then i've been in here at night um I'm in here tonight, so my audio is probably going to sound the best it's ever sounded. <laughs> Watch um, it be terrible. Yeah, it would have been just some buzz in the back, right? <laughs> Left an amp on or something. But, um, you know, he, so I come in here at night and kind of finish working on the song that we're going to do the next day. And, um, you know, just because of the way my last year went, and I did a lot of moving around after I was working in Imperial and just working that job, mm -hmm. I was just tanked, you know, like right. <laughs> I came home from work and was, and that's <laughs> what I, I get. I get it with you, you know, you, I'm, I cannot believe how much you play your drums, but, um, but you know, you say, Oh, I need to do more. I got to play more. I want to practice more. Yeah. But man, if, I used my job as an excuse that whole year to like not, Right. Work on that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have always had excuses. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I didn't, I think the last probably four months or so is probably the most I've practiced in the last three years. Mm. Um, and it kind of was because the last time that we worked on any music together, I was really disappointed in my playing. Mm. And it, that kind of, I mean, I think I did well enough to get the job done, but it really bothered me how much atrophy I had observed. Mm. And I realized that I am always just making excuses like, um, ah, I had a long day at work or, you know, I can only get like 20 minutes in today. So um, is it even worth it at that point? And I still sometimes make those same ex excuses, but I try to at least carve out like an hour a week lately. Um, yeah. Just work on maintenance stuff. So <clears throat> it's funny that you say that because, um, you know, that you were unhappy with whatever you did with us last. But the 
Justin has like a whole folder of your drum samples that he's like <laughs> that he like pulls from like not even just for us like he's like oh yeah I used this last week on some, someone's thing wow so, yeah I think you get like a half a cent for that by the way that's fine dude okay I'll I pay need. you when you get here okay deal <laughs> let's uh let's talk about the last man on earth thing yeah um, yeah um so I've so I kind of had this idea for the song, and um, it's got kind of a dark feel to it, but you know, not as dark as you might imagine with the the subject matter. But sure. um, I kind of where I'm at with the song now is um, kind of like if you woke up and had the realization that that you were the last person. And I've one of the thoughts I'm kind of on right now is this this idea that maybe every everyone went to somewhere uh went to a better place and you're kind of stuck here mm. and and i and i'm trying to flesh out that idea without sounding really depressing but it's like kind of like yeah. what what would you do you know what i mean like i i guess the the question is if it were you, Jake, like, and you woke up and realized the world was this way, I mean, a- apart from the freaking out, you know, right? Once, once you had like time to process that, okay, this is my reality now. Like, wh- what's the day look like? <laughs> right. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting thought because. <clears throat> I feel like you would spend you would spend a, a significant amount of time at the beginning trying to figure out what happened, right? Right. And the frustrating part would be you might never figure it out. If everyone just like overnight just poofed away, there's probably no record of what actually happened. So then at what point do you decide that all those all those people effectively to you didn't exist? To begin with, right. like you're basically starting over from this new point of this is my new life. All that stuff. There's nothing I can do to figure it out. Nothing I can do to get them back. So what mm-hmm. am I going to do now? Yeah. But that that premise <laughs> is actually super depressing to think about <laughs> yeah. because I feel like anything that I think like if I was in a position in life where I could just do whatever I wanted, which is really the case here. Mm -hmm. I feel like everything that I can think of that I would want to do would involve at least one other person. Right. Whether it be like going to hang out with my girlfriend or like going on a trip with friends or or something. Like there's not a lot of things that I would really want to spend a significant amount of time doing just purely by myself. Yes, yes. Yeah, you think about that... You know, I think about music, uh, like the sort of the whole point of it with out anyone that does music ever admitting it is to share it, you know? Right. The, the reason you spend all that time practicing and stuff is so that you can go play. And that's right. kind of like the payoff of it. Not that you need, you know, the glory of it, but like sharing the music with right. people. And mm-hmm. so... So that's kind of, you know, my first thought when I thought about this was like, well, I'd have my guitar, you know, like I'd have all the instruments in the world. Like, right. You know, if I, if I was at 
the studio and and the world ended, I could learn how to play the piano finally, you know? Right. But then, you know, even if at the end of that, I found what I made beautiful or whatever that who I would just want to share that with like my wife or Mm. my friends. And it's, uh, yeah, it, it is a, I, I thought it was interesting. Something you said was, uh, you know, you would spend the first part of it trying to figure out what happened to everybody. Right. And I think I kind of imagined myself doing the opposite. Like, it sounds really twisted, but <laughs> maybe, maybe I would, it's going to sound bad, kind of like it at first. Mm. Like, just mm. be like, okay, <laughs> I can do anything. There's no consequence right. to whatever, you know, at that I know of now. Right. And then I think that my loneliness or like my wanting to connect with people, like you said, the stuff I want to do is with people. Um, right. That maybe that would drive me to kind of become a terrible scientist. You know what I mean? <laughs> like try, trying to figure out everything that logically what happened and Right. Um, the thing I do think about a lot too is the fact that, you know, how much of what at, at some point, you know, say, say in this scenario, you still only live a normal age, right? So it's not like the world, you're the only one and you're living forever. Indefinitely. You know? Right. Right. Okay. But I would think, you know, well, now I'm only one person, so I will there's no way I could use up all of the resources in my lifetime. Right. But a big part of me would be like, I want to know how to, like, you know, we could go on and on and expand, expand, but if is there still animals? Is there still chickens for eggs? Is there, because the yeah, eggs that yeah. are in the freezers and the fridges at the supermarket aren't going to last right. my whole. Yeah, let's just, seconds. I mean, let's just say all people are just people. gone, yeah. but every life has continued to exist outside of the humans. Yeah, so that's that's what I think about is I'd have to take my very limited knowledge of kind of how that stuff works and try to I mean you'd have all the books, right? You'd have all if if internet mm. ceased to I mean it would you know, it would stop running at some point that um you know You'd have all the books, so you'd have to go in and like read how to mm. have chickens. Would you spend, do you think you'd spend any time looking for other people? I feel like I would, and I feel would, like. Would you just, would you just accept that like your, your immediate surrounding is now void of people? Yeah. Would you just accept that as your new surrounding, or would you go somewhere else to, in, in pursuit of finding other people? So I feel like, you know, like the, uh, the quintessential last man on earth sort of storyline is the person thinks they're the last person on earth and then someone comes right. to their town or whatever, you know? So I, I think I would have a hard time trying to draw the line between like going insane. Like, where do you, where do you accept the fact that you are the last one? See, that's the thing I'm a little bit worried about is I already feel like with a lot of stuff, I am probably already mentally on the edge. <laughs> like I told, I told of wanting Justin, to be or thinking you are. 
I think that I am like already on the edge of like, man, I'm sort of just one conversation away from tackling a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And so I kind of wonder if, you know, if I went around my immediate area here out in Oregon and looked and, and there was no one, I think I, my, my real thought would be I'm the last one. Yeah. But there would be a part of me that's like, well, I got ahead to California or something, right? Like there's got to right. be something going on in California if people are still there. Right. Um, you know, so I probably would. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> does gas pump, do you, you know what I mean? Like how far right. can you go in a vehicle and maybe you would. Or I'm I'm kind of having a better, a a better time thinking, you know, now that we said it's just people in our scenario, that my dog would have been there when I woke up, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, just a companion, you know. She's a really good dog, but she's also probably not a good enough dog to <laughs> uh, venture through the end of the world. To together. survive the apocalypse with. <laughs> but I think she would, you know, there would probably be something there, like some kind of companionship that grew that would right. make her better and... Um, but anyways, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I would look, I think I would always be looking and then, you know, on the, uh, subject of psyche, I would be worried that I would start to see, start to feel like I wasn't the only one, you know? Yeah. That's kind of scary thought to think, but I would, I would start to be like, well, there's gotta be someone there. And, and what if they're just watching me? to you know what i mean like if yeah. if i saw okay say i went six months and i saw a group of people or just one person like traveling same as me or surviving what would i do i wouldn't be like hey you know because what if, right <laughs> you have if to they, feel them out make sure that they're yeah. not gonna eat you or something like what if they have a whole camp of people that's just like we get all the stuff and we right. survive you know so i Right. I would probably watch them for a long time and make sure that they were good. I don't know. Right. However you define that. So what do you think? So say you get to the point past, I mean, it's the question that you asked me, but what does your daily life look like after you get to the point, you know, say you're a weekend, you've, you figure that you're probably the last one, or Mm -hmm. if you're not the last one, the last one for a long ways. Mm -hmm. What does your new daily routine look like? Well, I feel like <laughs> I probably spent way too much time thinking about this. Like, I get a lot of windshield time, so everyone yeah. is going to have to give me some grace on this. But <clears throat> I think I would probably get stuff that's not perishable, you know. Uh, mm. What is it uh, in Zombieland where Woody Harrelson's like just searching for Twinkies? Twinkies, yeah. They're like the only thing that can survive an apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But I think I would kind of do that, look for non-perishable stuff, stock it up. And um, then, but like I was saying, in the back of my mind constantly would be, this isn't going to last forever. This isn't going right. to last forever. So I would probably start to focus on setting up some kind of camp or something. And um, Justin probably doesn't listen to this podcast because he spends enough time with us already, but I would <laughs> definitely set up at his studio. <laughs> I feel like it would be a great spot to kind of have a camp set up. And then, yeah, um, you know, yeah, like probably doing a little bit of 
of searching and like going out and seeing if there's any signs of anyone else being around or whatever and then right um but like would you still would you still like work out this is the one thing oh, i'm trying to think that's a great of. question like, do all these things that i do does everything i do in my life revolve around the existence of other people right like oh, what, wow. what what does my life actually look like wow. absent of other people i think you just because like the song. i can <laughs> i can maybe I can sit here and pretend like uh, the only reason I work out is for my benefit because right. I really in- enjoy it or whatever, which is which true. You do. But yeah, right. There is a certain part of me that feels like I have to do that mm. because of like comparison to others or just wanting people mm. to notice or, you know, there's some, there is an uh, irrefutable amount of vanity that comes with working out. Right. That comes with like wearing clothes or just like anything. You right. just, you want people on some level to recognize the effort. Yes. But absent of any other people, do I care anymore? Yeah. Like, is that still a thing that I feel like, cause another part of me does it to kind of reset my brain, like mm. de-stress. But a lot of the stress in my life comes from interactions with other people. Right. Or like expectations to have a job and pay bills and all these things that would no longer exist. Right. I think probably at some point I would decide that it was time to run again or work out. And I'd, the problem too is that you're in absence of doctors. Yeah. So say mm. something starts to bother you and you don't understand what it is, you know, um, I mean, this hasn't really happened in my life other than the dentist few weeks back but i won't i won't tell that story on the pod maybe not right now but um you would i guess in my mind i'd think if i'm starting to have chest pain do i have a heart problem coming on that i can't right. diagnose myself right so then at that point do i decide well dude i don't know the answer to that question because a lot of what i do is is based on my family, like I, mm. I will literally tell myself on a long run, just keep going because you want to be there when your son gets married. You know, it's right. not always like that. Sometimes it's like you, you need to look good. You are, <laughs> you're losing it. You know, a lot <laughs> yeah. of the times yeah, it's yeah, that, yeah. but right. I wonder if my like kind of, yeah, I think I would start to question Ideally, maybe you would be doing enough stuff in this new world that keeps right. you in shape in a way, you know. Kind of. But like, also, but also, you might set up camp on the beach and just watch the sun <laughs> sunrise and sunset. Yeah, we haven't even got into finding some shut down distillery somewhere or uh, right. All those barrels. Yeah, I think. I think there's a real underlying, I mean, if you want to, if you want this to get deep. I do. I need it to. I need to harvest these ideas. (laughs) I think there's a real underlying question buried in here of like, what, what brings value to your life or what, like, what would be valuable at that point? Is it just purely surviving? Mm. Say that, I mean, say you can set up somewhere that you presumably don't really have to worry about resources going away like you have some sort of access to food and water and shelter and all this you've you've set up your camp you've got your whatever working for you 
then what? Like, do you just sit and watch the sunrise and sunset every day? Mm. Do your do your hobbies still bring joy to you, even though there's no one to watch or mm. listen or or whatever? Like, what is a valuable use of that time at that point? Well, the, the only thing I can compare to that that could be relatable for you know the world, okay, as it is, is yeah. uh, like retirement almost. You know, right? Because there's lots of things to enjoy. You don't necessarily have to learn how to, you know, do anything new. But, but I think probably anyone that you ask that was retired most of the time would say that what they enjoy is their family. You know, like right. grandkids and, um, I don't know, man. I I'd like to think that I wouldn't. Maybe I'd have high hopes for myself in the beginning and like get a bunch of stuff done, but, uh, <laughs> but like what <laughs> like, exactly? Like everything in our life that we are like, oh, I need to be productive. Like I need to do these things. It's, it's for all things for it's time. all a, a means to an end, which is, um, you know, paying for your life essentially. Mm. You know, if you're talking about in terms of work or if you're talking about in terms of hobbies, it's like a an escape from work, you know, like a mental break or something that that you enjoy. But uh, if there's no longer anyone else to dictate your life, there's no more rent to pay or right. electricity bill to pay or all that. Like yeah. what is what is the value in being being productive outside of just surviving? Yeah. I'm one of the lines in the song that I have already is, I think it, it starts, if I woke up and the world were to end, um, and then one of the next lines is something about, I'd call up all of my friends, basically just to like hear their voicemail thing, mm. to like just kind of feel like wow. they're still there. Yeah. And that... My the first place my mind went when I started writing the song was my all the things that I wish I would have said to them and like you know friends that you know that were friends but stuff happens and or you, life gets busy and I that was the first thing I thought of so your question is really getting me out of you know, where I was kind of stuck in the song because there is so much to, there's so much to the idea that they wouldn't be there. So that wouldn't even matter, you know? Right. Like they're gone or wherever they are, they're not around me. So their relation to me doesn't matter. And I don't know. It, I I wouldn't want to think that I would just be like, Oh man, I should have said this or, called that guy more you know but yeah i you're turning it on the head because it's like what of that matters like the only way that matters is if there is a possibility that they are still right like i think you know in some scenario 20 years down the road i finally grow a beard and you know i i'm just there 
surviving, like you said, what's the point other than just surviving when you wake up? And I think like everyone just comes back for some yeah. reason. Like they're all just back and it, it and then it's kind of like cast away when he gets rescued, you know? Right. And he's like standing in the uh standing in the building and they're all like, We're so glad you're back and there's just like this huge buffet of food and he like doesn't even want to eat it because it's just right. he's only been eating raw fish for like <laughs> right. years. I don't know. I think he would yeah. just be so your mind would just be in such a weird place. Yeah. Something you said got me thinking. Um and maybe you don't want Maybe you don't want the direction of the song to go this way, but it's you could always explore the I- explore the idea of you know you wake up, the world is over, blah blah blah. You explore all these ideas, but then the reality of the situation is that's not true. Mm-hmm. So what what revelations do you make in that thought experiment that could right. affect the way that you act today? Because like you just said. You don't want to be the person that's thinking like, well, if I would have said this or whatever, um, you don't want, you don't want that circumstance of not being able to say the things that you should have said to be the case. So does that mean that you should go out now while you have a chance and go say all the things that you should, you should say, or yeah, bury, bury all your hatchets and make all your pieces and enjoy the people in your life more versus take things for granted or, you know. Always, always think that you have more time to make amends with people or whatever. Have you ever had like the overwhelming thought to like go and apologize to people in like a mass way? <laughs> <laughs> not, Sounds not crazy. particularly. No, I mean I, was, I never do anything wrong, and exactly. I'm always I'm always in the right when I offend <laughs> someone or something. So I've never felt like I need to apologize. <laughs> they're not worth it (laughs) no i mean sometimes sometimes i think about i mean i'm not i can't pretend like i'm not the person that weighs awake lays awake at night thinking about something that happened between me and someone in middle school right that i'll never see again or whatever and sometimes i have the idea of you know sending that person a text or reaching out to them in some way and and trying to clear the air or clear whatever murkiness in the air I perceive there to be Mm. but I always kind of tell myself that that may just create a new issue or rekindle some old you know reignite some old uh, I don't mean to say reignite some old flame like that sounds like you're hitting up a a girl you used to see or something but you know what I mean like yes stir up something that should you should just let a sleeping dog lie so I always I always kind of wrestle with that as well I do that and I do exactly what you said I tell myself it probably would just cause more problems or maybe they've maybe that person has healed from whatever our spat was and they i i hope i'd like to think that they don't think about me at all you know <laughs> like yeah. whoever i you know made upset um right this was have you ever been of, ar- have, have you ever been around someone that like uh you're something happened, but you're over it, but they keep bringing it up because yeah. they don't, they don't <laughs> feel fulfilled in the resolution. 
because yeah. you don't ever want to be that person either right right like bro i'm over it just let it be done stop why do exactly. we have to keep talking about this yeah. yeah like they keep or they keep apologizing right and i think that's probably how most people would react if i you know tried to go back and make make things right with people you know i mm. i i think about a lot of times like who i was in high school and i was pretty reckless in college as well and I sometimes think, you know, I'll have an old friend come up on Facebook or something and I'll think, you know, I really just probably ghosted them. And, you know, that I was like that friend that no one could find in college. Like when they wanted to yeah. do something, they were like, where's Ty? And it was like, well, I was probably doing something stupid, you know, like, right. and then I would just show up. So it, I, I wrestle with the same thing. It's like, I guess my mind does go there when I think end of the world, like I want to make all these amends. But on the on the other side of that, I'm not the kind of person that would exp- probably the last thing I'd really be thinking about when that happened was, man, that dude never apologized to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, how dare he up and leave this world without <laughs> apologizing <laughs> yeah, to me? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking, you know, direction for the song. It it would be kind of cool to start it out the way we started out this episode, kind of like what would what would the day look like, you know? Mm-hmm. And then maybe by the as you're progressing through the song, you're starting to realize, you know, like you said, um that after all is not the reality. So what did I change with the way that I thought, you know? I just yeah. have been, I've been, I've always been interested in this concept that like if, if something were different or, you know, Nick will have a good thing to weigh on this because he wanted to talk about time travel too. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. another wild idea. But yeah. like if one thing was different or altered, how much would it change you? Yeah, the you butterfly know? effect. Yeah, and I think... I would probably stay relatively the same because I'm already a very like I'm looking I'm looking outward and inward a lot, you know. And and I feel like that's kind of I probably spend enough time with myself and my own thoughts that I would be able to survive being the only man on earth right. because it's already kind of what I do, you know, other, other than, you know, my real job and stuff. But that's the thing too, is like jobs. What's a job anymore? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like that's all the things, all the things that you currently feel bring value to your life no longer are relevant. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to go to my office and keep designing things in CAD. What's the, what's the point? What do you You think about like, (laughs) A haircut, you know? It's like, do you... doesn't do you matter anymore. Haircut? No. Yeah, you just I, lop it off or let it grow. Like, those are the options now. Because no, there's no one around to say, like, dang, you got a good cut, man. Yeah, I never thought about how much this relates to to other people. Like, you know, I I was always thinking with this idea that I would have to find my way and, you know, learn the new world. But it... it Man, you're right. It 
it's totally possible that you could just find a, the perfect sandy beach and just waste away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that sort of goes back to, geez, I can't keep track of our episodes anymore. You know, we've got so many of them these days. Yeah. About two it goes seasons. back to the work and the rest episode where we talked about um, would a life just strictly on vacation be all that fulfilling? Especially mm -hmm. now, the whole added variable, if you're the only one there. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it would be fun for a while to just, like, post up at the beach, go rob a liquor store, drink mimosas yeah. all day. <laughs> but, you know, after, like, three or four days of that, just sitting in the same sandy spot, like, what else? Okay, what now? You know, that's, I feel yeah. like that's what I would always be saying. Like, I've got my camp set up, you know, I'm not... I've got this thing set up so I don't have to go hunting every day. I've got all my canned beans or whatever stockpiled yeah. up. Okay, now what? What can I do now that would be fulfilling or enjoyable to some degree? Yeah, and I think the biggest thing would be you would you would feel the absence of those people that made a difference in your life. Like right. the, you would be... That's what, you know, that's what I feel like the outcome of this song should be. It should be, you know, as simple as it sounds, appreciating what you have, mm. you know, because I think when, you know, if everyone was gone, my family, you know, my friends, how much do I... You know, we talked about before, like, I don't want to be that guy that's like, someone texts me and I'm right there, I text them back right away, you know, I, I don't right. want to be that available for anyone because I feel like it's, it takes away from my time. And something that you said to me a little while back, a couple of weeks ago or something, he's like, we're all really busy, you know? Mm. And I've, mm -hmm. I've been thinking about that, like, I am no busier than, when I think I've had my busiest day, someone I know has had a busier day. Right. You know? And, you know, where I, you know, I should feel fortunate that I work on the thing I love all day, right? And okay, I'm super right. busy, but I'm choosing to do that. Like, right. And then everything I do after work, if that feels busy, you know, I'm, I think it is about appreciating, appreciating what, appreciating what you have. And I'm, I, there's so many things that I have right now that I know I just take for granted. You know, I love yeah. my like mobile setup for the pods, for making music, for yeah. gaming, whatever. Like it's, it's perfect for me. And I think about the fact that, you know, I wouldn't be able to plug this laptop in that basically has, all of my important work and stuff I enjoy to do in it. And, you know, instead of playing Red Dead Redemption where I'm riding around a horse and, you know, <laughs> robbing places for food, like that would be my life. That would be your life, yeah. <laughs> I don't know That's if true. I'm, I don't know if I would be ready for that reality. Yeah. Something that I've been chewing on a lot recently, um, I don't I don't really know why but it was it was the motivation for the last week's episode too but I, I've always lived my life taking on 
you know, people telling me that I'm an introvert or people telling me that I've literally had people tell me that I don't like people because of the fact that I'm not super outgoing or whatever, which isn't true. But I've sort of just embraced that reality of this person that doesn't like to be around people or, um, you know, gets worn out by people or whatever. So for someone like me, it kind of feels like I should be excited at the prospect of waking up someday and no one else being around. I know. You know? <laughs> but I think what really is true, the, the real case is I... I understand and I realize the importance of very significant people, you know, like I would in no way be happy to wake up and not have any obligations to anyone because the people that I'm obligated to are important to me. Like I've yeah. sort of, I've sort of put together this very tight inner circle of people. Right. Um, and if it weren't for them, like it, it would be a really lonely existence because I, I think about, like when I when I moved to a new city and I didn't know anyone, I was surrounded by people and was the loneliest I had ever felt. Damn. So, so what's the lyric? What's the difference? Hang on, between, let me put this in my Jake Satch real quick. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> no good. What's to me I'm I'm starting to think about like what's the difference between being surrounded by a million people that um are just like these surface level interaction, like just being passed by millions of people and being surrounded by no one at all. Is there any difference? Man, you... That, I mean, you know, I made the joke about talking to you about this so that I could write the song tonight, but <laughs> that is such an interesting parallel. Like, how many times I've felt alone with people all around me, you know? Right. And... But you can feel like really seen with one person or, you know, exactly. five people, you know. Yeah. And I think you would have to learn to be okay with yourself. And, right. you know, you can cast a lot onto other people. You know, uh, most of the time when my wife and I get in an argument, she says, uh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> because there's something where I'm up something it's like a you know it's like a a thorn in a lion's paw type thing like I can't mm. I, I can't settle down and I and I I have gotten very good at telling her I will just come in you know to the airstream or whatever and say just so you know I am not upset with you I mm. am not mad at you, nothing, but I'm going to be a bear until I can work all this stuff out. And right. Yeah. I, there is like something to, well, you know, <laughs> this sounds kind of crazy, but I've seen a lot of parallels to those like post apocalyptic <laughs> movies in my lifestyle lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you have been like, you haven't had a, roots in the ground home in a few months exactly. either you know yeah. which is probably what you'd you'd be a nomad if you uh were the only one around like what's the ties yeah. to stay in one why, place in particular why stay here right yeah and it's been kind of cool um in a way you know you do have like i always talk about 
with you guys. Like I hate having the same conversations with people all the time, but on the road, it's constantly just about the airstream or whatever, and like, oh, where are you headed? Or like, oh, right. Nebraska, what? We don't, right. You know, <laughs> you know that gets kind of old, but um, there again, I'm basing it on other people. But it's the same thing. Like, man, there's some nights. Um, you know, there's some nights that we are just driving on some highway and there's nothing. And mm. so we just pull off and, I mean, we've got generators and, and stuff to charge things if we need to. But I usually ask Chelsea, like, you want the generator on? And most of the time she's like, nah. And it's, mm. so then, I mean, then we're literally just like sleeping in a powerless trailer yeah. <laughs> tin box on wheels. A tin box yeah <laughs> and it's been but it dude it's also been very good for my soul to wake up and have mm. coffee and like have this view that i sort of feel i feel pride about it but i'm like no one else has this view this morning like there's yeah. no other houses over here and you know we've talked about it's not like the the glamorous you know, people with a Sprinter van profile. Right. Hashtag it's, van life. Exactly. It's rough. And, I, I, you know, your sister um, has a lot of stories to tell about this too. And it's it's cool because talking with her, she's like, I totally get, you know, what you're doing. And, like, right. it's, it's, it's really hard to... I mean, I think I thought about this, but the last time I saw my parents before we left Nebraska, it was the realization that we probably wouldn't see them again until a holiday. Right. And I had seen them almost every day while I was in Nebraska that whole year. And it's like, man, we base so much of what we do. We're always revolving around people, always Mm -hmm. revolving around our friends and family and like, in relation to them, where am I going to live? Where am I going to move? You know, and right, it's everything we do. My work is to set up my future for either myself or if I want to have a family. It's like, oh man, you like can <laughs> in twenty twenty one? Can you be alone? No, I don't no. think so. Like, um, I think. People, important people in your life have so much gravity that they tend to, you know, keep you in certain regions or um, they tend to influence decisions on your life or whatever. Like um, as soon as you have people that are close to you that are somewhat dependent on you, whether that be financially dependent or just like emotionally on your relation, like your friendship dependent in that way, you can't just decide to up and start over right and there's the whole fact that we're always connected or or whatever my girlfriend and i were talking the other day about how like um way back in the day people would just come home and introduce their new wife to their parents you know right. like oh yeah while i was away i got married here's my wife and oh just, yeah oh that's great <laughs> happy, like happy for you man glad that worked out you know but now it's like this you have to tell everybody, hey, I think I'm thinking about getting engaged now. And then like it has every everybody is involved in the decision and in mm. the the thing. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just 
how right. different things have gotten in the last however many years. So no, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's possible to be alone. I think as long as, as much as sometimes people like you and I wish it was possible, like it's not sustainable unless you want to kind of be an asshole for the rest of your life, right? I do. Yeah, I think I am. I am the kind of person that does a lot better with people depending on me. Right. And so the reason I don't just go cash it all in and live on a beach is because I have people that count on me for stuff and it gives so much purpose to have have that, you know. Right. I want to learn how to be okay with just being alone. But you you really can't. You're right. It's yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a good skill. Like, I think it's important to be able to take, like, a day. You, you know, take, yeah. like, a Saturday and just spend it on your own. Like, I Do think that's thing. a valuable yeah. skill. But yeah, I think there's a difference between doing that and saying, you know what, I'm just going to burn all my bridges and start off anew. Like, I don't think that's a, that's a realistic prospect in today's day and age. I think you used to be able yeah. to do that, but I don't think you can do that anymore. I mean, I was, I was worried you were about to tell people about our, our escaping to Mexico shh, plan shh, there. So, oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. It's brilliant. If, any, if anybody <laughs> ever needs a template or a, a guide. A, a, a <laughs> control Z start over on your yeah. life guide, we've got it. We know a guy. we got a phone number. It's on the back of a whatever. Yeah. Do, you feel like, <laughs> do you feel like this conversation has helped? inspire you to finish this song or are you gonna go start uh, it over <laughs> absolutely the only problem is i'm gonna need you to export both of our audios here in the next 10 minutes well lucky for you that is my job as the producer <laughs> of this podcast so. i appreciate all you do thank you <laughs> yeah you bet all right guys well we're gonna wrap it up here be sure to hit us up on instagram at similar vein podcast and remember to comment rate and subscribe to the show if you haven't already and uh till next time we'll see y'all see you guys